0: going on everybody what's going on everybody how's everybody doing today another day in the market another day in the market my followers that really truly rock with me and really truly support me they know that i got to get everything set up on the instagram and everything so bear with me for a little bit I'm gonna to have to call today, um, Trade for Yourself Wednesdays. <laughs> Shout out to Trade for Yourself Wednesdays. I'm gonna to have to really use that to really describe what's going on. But as always, I appreciate everybody who always taps in, you know, because this is an opportunity for us to go over the market, for us to go over the market and really truly understand what we need to do to be successful here in this market. What's going on cuz oh long work day well you know what I'm glad you're tapping in because this is going to be a very very good episode very very good episode so I'm not gonna hold everybody too long look please welcome again to another live episode of the trade for yourself podcast where the mission here is still very simple I just want to help you learn how to trade for yourself please like please subscribe please share Please reach out to me in the comments, hit the notification bell so you can be in the know every time I drop an episode. Disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a fiduciary. I don't manage money professionally. Okay, so please do your own research before investing into any stock. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen really quickly here. I'm about to share my screen so we can go ahead and get into it. So the one thing I want to let everybody know, let everybody know about the launch of my website, okay? Launch of the website, the Trade for Yourself podcast website, okay? It's very, very simple, guys. Go to tradeforyourself.com. You'll see me right here. You'll see my picture. You'll see me smiling, letting you know about the platform that I have, but I also have my merch, okay? So I know if, if you've been rocking with me for the last few months, You see that I got the don't pay for it, trade for it T-shirt on. Okay, now we've got the multiple colors. We've got the black, blue, gold, green. We've got red, silver, and white. Okay, look, this brand right here is all about the mission of just understanding to just don't pay for it, trade for it. And what I mean by that is, is let the market pay for some things for you. Okay, let the market pay for your vacation. Okay, let the market pay for your child's education okay let let the market take care of your retirement whatever you want to do let the market pay for it if if you want to buy some real estate if you want to get into a business like if you're really trying to build that financial freedom like rock this t-shirt and let and let people know that look i'm not paying for it i'm going to trade for it through the stock market to pay for everything that i need so I appreciate every I would really truly appreciate everybody if you tapped in if you supported the brand it would really truly mean a lot. I'm just getting off here so please go to tradeforyourself.com. Very simple. tradeforyourself.com and please tap in with me. So, let's go ahead and get into the topic of today's episode. The topic of today's episode is should you buy Apple stock after WWDC. Now, probably asking me okay Devon what is WWDC so WWDC is the Worldwide Developer Conference okay it's the Worldwide Developer Conference and Apple has this every single year and so they had their keynote address um Monday and so I watched it If, if you're a techie if you're somebody who really truly loves tech I really suggest that you watch the whole thing okay watch the whole thing but What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the highlights and go through what they talked about and really highlight some things that I believe is really, truly going to add value to the company, because I'm asking you, should you buy the stock? Now, Apple is still a great company. We know that they've been going, that, you know, technology has been in the woodshed over the last few months, but it's still truly the opportunity for us to tap in and really see what's going on in Apple. Okay, what is, what does Apple have going on? So, you know, to talk a little bit more about WWDC, normally WWDC is for software related updates. So, so pretty much the new iOS system is going to come out is going to be iOS 16. And that's going to be rolled out in our phones and our MacBooks going to be rolled out in our laptops and all that. So pretty much normally Apple does not release any products. They did release, they did release two products, you know, two two products, but the main products they're going to release are gonna be in the fall. You know, today and pretty much this week, this this developer conference is about the software. What software did Apple add? And I'm gonna talk about some things that I really truly believe are going to add value to the business. So we go through here, we're gonna have a new lock screen. I don't really know how people are feeling about that, but it's cool, cool lock screen. We've got some live activities that they're rolling out. So you'll be able to keep progress of live activities that are going on that you need to really pay attention to. They've updated our focus. Um, We've got the iCloud shared photo library, they updated our photos a little bit. And the one thing that they did change was, was that you are now able to edit a message. <laughs> you, you, you can edit a message. So you can edit a message. You can unsend a message. That's going to come in handy for a lot of people. I believe that's what I've heard. You know, a lot of people have been joking on social media and Twitter and whatnot about, <laughs> about what could go wrong with this. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a cool, you know, it's, it's a cool feature. You know, we've got share play via messages, so you can watch TV with your friends via your messages. You know, we've got updated mail features, and we've got some Safari and Passkey. So Apple has really, truly been on the privacy. They've really, truly been focused on privacy over the last two years. You know, pretty much trying to differentiate themselves from Facebook, or if you want to call them meta, that's cool. I'm going to call them Facebook. And really, because now with the last iOS system, whenever you download an app, Apple is going to ask you, okay, do you want this app to be tracking you or not? And so pretty much we're going to be, Apple is going to be introducing pass keys. So you can use pass keys to log in on certain websites and things like that. So pass keys is cool. It's a cool, you know, cool little thing going on. We've got some artificial intelligence. Okay, this is cool, especially when we start talking about our virtual reality and our augmented reality, those Apple Glasses. I'm going to talk about that in a little while. We've got Live Tech, Quick Actions, Dictation. They finally updated Maps a little bit, but I'm sorry, Google is the winner here. Y'all can go through that and look at this. But now let's get started to what I believe is going to really, truly add value to the business, okay? What I believe is gonna add value is gonna be what Apple is doing in terms of the wallet, your wallet app. And the thesis for the wallet app is to replace your physical wallet. Digital wallets, we are in the infancy stage in terms of talking about what digital wallets can do, but I'm telling you right now, digital wallets are going to be pretty much the future. Okay, and Apple, is inserting themselves into this industry. Now, we're gonna go through some things that I believe Apple is adding value to the company, adding value to shareholders, but I've been reading a book and the book I've been reading is The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And in that book, the main thesis of the book is, in order to obtain success, you have to be able to exhibit 10 times the amount of action in order to be able to get your desired result and your desired goal. So, what does that mean to me? Another thing he also talked about in the book was he talked about don't don't participate in competition. You need you need to be dominating. Apple knows how to insert themselves into an industry and dominate. Now, and I'm going to tell you how they're going to dominate here. Now, Apple is going to be introducing Apple Pay later. Okay, so now you can use Apple Pay to split the cost of your Apple Pay purchase into four payments over six weeks with no interest or fees. And also, you're going to be able to track your orders and view your receipts and track your Apple Pay orders directly in wallet. Now, this right here is a direct competition to a company like Affirm, a publicly traded company that came on the market over the last two years that ran up a lot but the stock has crashed due to what has been going on in the NASDAQ, okay? So now you have to ask yourself a question. Buy now, pay later, any other company that's using it. Do I want to really truly buy a stock of a pure buy now, pay later play? Or would I want to buy a company like Apple who is introducing and really truly leading the charge of the digital wallet space And then it's just got Apple Pay later, just as a little icing on the cake. You see, now there's really no point for you to be a buying a firm. Okay. Now, like I said, I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. I don't manage money professionally, but there really truly is no point for you to be buying a firm stock. This doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Like just, just really truly understand what buy now pay later could be. And Apple is really truly going to insert themselves perfectly. Now, Right here to the right, we've got verify your identity in apps, present your ID in apps to verify your identity. So Apple is rolling out a service to where you can pretty much upload your driver's license to your wallet app. And so, like I said, the the thesis is removing the physical wallet to where everything is gonna be on your phone. Right now, currently Maryland and Arizona are the only two states with this feature available. But eleven other states are actively working on deployments, and this service can be utilized right now at select TSA security checkpoints. So, so this is going to be a game changer, because now if I can have my if I can have my my uh, my driver's license on my phone, if I can have my passport on my phone, I can be able to move around without having a wallet. That's beautiful because I I use the Apple Wallet pretty much like the MagSafe, I put it on the back of my phone, and I keep a couple of cards in there because I don't really want to hold a lot of stuff for me. You see what I'm saying? Definitely not in this day and age. I'm not trying to hold that much stuff for me. So being able to really remove the physical wallet is what Apple is really trying to lock in with and really trying to understand. Okay, so let's look at the home. If you're about having connectivity in your home, I really suggest that you come on over to Apple, come on over to the iOS software, and let's work in partnership together. Go ahead and get you some Apple shares, get you the Apple phone, get you, you know, your HomePod mini, get you your Apple TV, and let's let's build together in this home space. And and I really want y'all to really tap in and see what they've got going on on the home. We're going to keep moving, though. We've got health and fitness. We've got some more health and fitness going on. We've got the new watch OS. So that's always nice because we understand what Apple wants to do from a, from a um, pretty much a health perspective, you know, in the healthcare industry. We've got more family sharing, you know, more privacy, being able to make sure that we're not going to pretty much have our children looking at things that we don't want them to look at, right? So this is CarPlay. Now, this is the new generation of CarPlay. Now, the next generation of CarPlay is going to bring a fully integrated, immersive iPhone experience to your vehicle. So CarPlay right now is really important. There's there's a statistic out there that over 70% of individuals who are purchasing vehicles are only going to purchase a vehicle if it has Apple CarPlay. Okay, so that's something that you really have to understand. And now when I've got the iPhone, I've got the CarPlay, now Apple is trying to be integrated in everything that you are doing. Apple is gonna be integrated when you wake up in the morning, Apple is gonna be integrated when you leave the house, as you're driving in your car to wherever you need to go, Apple is going to be around you everywhere. Now, the one thing that's going that's very interesting about this right here, Is the fact that everything is going to be integrated into the vehicle system okay so you're going to be able to see your odometer you're going to be able to see your gas mileage what's left you got your calendar you've got your your weather app you're going to be able to control the vehicle's thermostat directly through this immersive car play space also understand that apple is also rumored to be working on the autonomous car to put themselves into this industry, another game changer. We don't know the full details about the partnership and what it will be, but we do understand that the car play, that this is this is something that I believe is going to really truly add value to the business. Okay, we got privacy and security. We talked about that. I'm gonna let y'all go back and look over that. Accessibility, you know, this is good you know, we're doing things with gaming and so much more, so, so many more things going on. Okay. But there's one last thing that I want to talk about. Okay. That I believe is really, 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 truly important. Okay. So, you know, people like, let's take your barbers, right? Your barbers, some, my barber personally, he has a square, He, he has the square thing that you can plug into your phone and you can slide your card. Apple is going to make it available to where you can use your phone as a POS terminal. POS stands for point of sale. So if you are a, if you are an entrepreneur who uses Square or uses Shopify or PayPal and you have that POS system like that, like that card reader or something that you can just scan your card, Apple is partnering with the FinTech. With the FinTech company, you see Apple is inserting themselves into the industry and they're going to dominate what they're going to allow you to do is you're going to be able to use your phone at the terminal. So, for example, let's say I was trading my let's say that I was selling my T-shirts and, and I know that some of y'all are going to see me in person and some of y'all may choose to buy a T-shirt from me in person when I see you. I can use my phone to where you can order a shirt from me and pay me directly on my phone so I don't have to have any auxiliary terminals necessary in order to be able to facilitate the payment, fulfill the order, send the money to my account, whatever I need to do. That is what Apple is allowing people to do. And that's a game changer. That really truly is a game changer because now Apple is really truly immersing themselves into all industries. Apple is going to have a FinTech wing. Okay, we know FinTech is the future. We understand digital wallets. Please do your research on what digital wallets are going to mean because it's going to be very, very important with this. So a couple of things I really wanna just highlight one last time about what I learned from WWDC. You know, we understand the live activities which is pretty much the main thing that's going to do is pretty much keep you pretty much abreast on your sports, keep you updated on your sports. But Apple right now currently has a partnership for Friday night baseball with MLB. Okay. So if you have Apple TV plus, you can watch two Friday night baseball games every single Friday night, which is amazing. But there's another thing that's coming on. There's another thing that's going to be awarded. Okay. The NFL Sunday ticket package that's probably going to be rewarded awarded to either Amazon or Apple. Now, if Apple can get their hands on that, that is going to be a game changer because now Apple is going to immerse themselves really, truly into the sports industry. Because now if they were able to receive that, they would have two major partnerships with two major sports organizations, the MLB and the NFL. Now, I think that Apple may possibly have a leg up in order to to be able to receive this because Amazon just won exclusive rights to Thursday night football. They they just won exclusive rights to Thursday night football. So when you think about it from that perspective, you think about all the antitrust regulations we've been talking about, Amazon might not be able to secure Thursday night football and NFL Sunday ticket. So Apple may be able to slide right in there and get NFL Sunday ticket. Now, now, mind you, this is just speculation. I'm just putting out some things that I believe may actually be going down, but keep that in mind and understand what is Apple going to be doing. Understand what Apple is working on from the autonomous vehicle standpoint. Do not forget about virtual reality and augmented reality, the metaverse. Okay, understand what Facebook has in terms of their Oculus glasses. Apple is going to roll out their own version of their glasses and they are going to, and it, it is rumored that they released a, released a prototype of the glasses to the board of directors. That is in direct concert with what they did a few years ago whenever they rolled out the Apple Watch. So keep that in mind, understand what Apple has going on in their company. Now, the title of this episode is Should You Buy, Should You Buy Apple Stock After WWDC? Now, you know, we got to pull up the chart. I'm gonna pull up the chart and we're gonna look at it on the weekly time frame. Should you buy the stock? Now, I've got my Fibonacci levels up here. I drew my levels. This is a weekly chart. We've we drew the levels from the all-time high all the way down to the COVID 2020 low. Now I've, got, now, I've got a level marked off here, 132.61. That is our year-to-date bottom, okay? That year-to-date bottom is in direct concert with the key Fibonacci level, the .618, the 61.8% retracement level. That's right at that level in combination with a previous all-time high. Remember, what support resistance remember what support and resistance is right support is when you come down to a stock you when a stock retreats down buyers step in we move the stock back up resistance is a stock is ascending to a certain price it bounces off and comes back down that means sellers want to sell the stock at that resistance point so understand this what was previously support Okay, what what was previously support then becomes then becomes resistance and vice versa. What was previously resistance then becomes support. We were right in tandem with the six one eight Fibonacci retracement level and a previous all time high. Now, me personally, this is just my opinion. I think that the bottom is in for this year. That's my opinion. We've got a lot of economic activities to sort through and go through. But I really, truly believe that the bottom is in. Okay, could we go lower? Of course, there's always a possibility. So we always have to be nimble in this market and pay attention. But I really, truly do believe that the bottom is in. Now, should you buy the stock after WWDC? You shouldn't just buy the stock because of WWDC you should buy the stock because you believe in what the company is doing and you believe that the company is going to you believe that the company still has good days ahead of them that's why you that's why you will be buying the stock because you believe that that at 147.96 where it closed today you believe Apple can go back up to 182 easily right you believe it can go back to 182 easily that's why you would buy the stock right now now from a technical perspective I would really like to get Apple at 132.61. That would be really nice. That would be a a good level to play off of. But we've been in consolidation for the last few days, right? So this could be an opportunity for you to be able to start your position, start your initial position. You don't have to load the boat at this price. Just buy you a little bit and just average down. Buy you more shares as the stock goes down, because if you see value in Apple at 147.96, I assume you would like it at 140 or 132. That would give you the opportunity to really truly build you a position because at the end of the day, you have to build your wealth and you have to build these positions over the long term. So really truly take your time with it. Be a technician like me. I I view myself as a technician, okay? And you got to view yourself as a technician too to really truly understand when you should be getting in and getting out of these stocks. So So just keep that in mind. So I don't see any questions in the chat, so I'm going to just go over two more things really quickly before I get out of here on this Trade For Yourself Wednesday. Remember, Trade For Yourself Wednesday. All right, we're gonna look at SPY really quickly, S&P 500, see what's been going on. So the S&P 500, this is a daily chart, and SPY has just been consolidating. We got above 108, we got above 408.57. Right. This is this is really a double bottom here. We got a double bottom, which is really a reversal pattern, to be honest. And we're still above this 408.57 level. I, I've got a demand zone drawn right here. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in some subsequent episodes. But we've really been in this range and consolidating for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight days. We've really just been consolidating. And volume has been very low. Now, I want to tell you, in the summertime, volume is normally low because a lot of people on Wall Street, they're going on vacation, okay? Volume over the last two years have been kind of elevated to due to normal levers because of the pandemic. Everybody was at home. Everybody was getting, getting a Robinhood account. Everybody was on Yahoo Finance. Everybody was on Wall Street Bets. Everybody was getting themselves an account. So, so you had, so you had elevated trading volume from retail traders, but at the end of the day, a lot of the volume right now is going to be very sluggish because you're dealing with a lot of algorithms, but we have our U S economic calendar. You know, I always got to give y'all the game in terms of the economics, the economics move the market understand that. Your economic analysis and your ability to understand what the economy is doing and what the Federal Reserve means to the market is really, truly going to determine your success as an investor. I'm just pulling that out there and giving it to you straight. Now, there is going to be some key economic indicators that we are looking at. So, tomorrow, we're going to have initial jobless claims, okay? That's that's not that's a non factor to me to be 100% honest with you but we've got CPI CPI consumer price index okay that is our reading on on inflation we are going to get that number on friday now i just told y'all that volume has been very low what i believe is that we're going to consolidate again tomorrow volume is going to be fairly low and the volume is going to come in on friday to see what that CPI number is going to be. So this is very, very important. Last month we had 8.3% reading on the CPI year over year. They're projecting the 8.2% reading on the CPI year over year. I'm gonna tell you a catalyst for the market would be a CPI number below consensus and under eight percent. If we can get a seven point nine or a seven point eight percent reading on the CPI, that's going to give the market the ability to run. I think the market can really have a short-term run. We can get we can get through this consolidation that we've been going through, and we can get back to four twenty-nine, four thirty in short order. If, if the data validates if if we really truly believe that inflation is peaking, because inflation is really truly what's dragging us down in this market. Inflation has got the anchor on it. So remember that CPI number, we're gonna have a lot of volume for my traders out there. Friday, we can trade to the upside and we can trade to the downside. The volatility index, keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on this CPI number and how investors are going to digest it on Friday, okay? Also, next week, Wednesday, is gonna be a very big day because we get retail sales numbers, right? A lot of people are saying that the United States is in recession. We need to get that Q2 number on the GDP reading before we can officially say that, right? Before we can officially say that. But if we're getting some good retail sales, The economy could be moving moving pretty well. I think we'll probably have some good volume probably in the morning a little bit. I still think it may be sluggish because we're going to have the FOMC statement that's going to come out at 2 p.m. Eastern. We're going to see what is the Federal Reserve going to do in terms of race. I'm going to tell you right now, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, he told us that he was going to raise 50 basis points which is 0, 0.5%. I believe he's going to do that. I don't think there's really going to be any anything that much eventful because the market already knows this. The market's already anticipating that. But we're going to have to listen to his color. What is he going to say on the news conference and how are investors going to react to it? Because he may raise rates or or the FOMC committee, they may raise rates by by 50 basis points and the market may say, okay, we already knew that. Like we already knew that, right? So it may just be a situation to where it's business as usual, but this is going to be very, very important because investors do not have any type of really truly confident, investors really truly don't have any confidence in the Fed. So we really truly got to pay attention Lock in on what's going on from a US economic calendar standpoint. Right now, as always, I thank y'all for tapping into the episode once again. Please like, please subscribe. Remember the rollout of my website, the rollout of the website, tradeforyourself.com. Please go over there and get your merch. Go over there and get your merch and please support the brand. Remember, the brand is just all about saying that look let the market pay for everything. Let the market pay for your children's education. Let the market pay for a vacation that you want to go in with your wife. Look, I'm going to take my wife on a vacation. I think you should too. And let the market pay for it. Let the market pay for your retirement. Let the market pay for your real estate. Let the market, like, do do some swing trading, do some swing trading, do some long-term trading, take some profits off the table and let the market buy you some assets. Let the market buy you some shares of Apple, AMD, Tesla, the S&P 500. That's what the brand is all about. Like the brand is really truly all about, don't pay for it, just trade for it. So please support me. I really truly appreciate it. Again, go to www.tradeforyourself.com. Go over there, tap in with your merch. And one last thing before I forget, free shipping on all orders. I'm doing that for y'all. Once again, don't pay for it, trade for it. Catch y'all on the next one.